This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by NCIS, the National Crop Insurance Services. America's crop insurance agencies provide individualized protection on more than 311 million acres of farmland. Good Monday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. China's corn buying spree is continuing today. The Department of Agriculture announced a 1.02 million metric ton sale of U.S. corn for delivery to China. The announcement comes after a 1.36 million ton purchase announced on Friday. Growing drought conditions in Brazil could also spell good things for American producers yet to come as China looks for grain throughout the world. Bill Thompson has more in his coverage on agripulse.com. USDA plans to offer a clearer picture of U.S. plantings this week. Agripulse's Ben Nully has more. The Department of Agriculture will provide a first official look at the new crop year production forecast Wednesday. USDA Outlook Board Chairman Mark Jekanowski says this month's World Agricultural Supply and Demand Estimates report serves as a basis for upcoming production forecasts for crops now being planted. We base our production estimates essentially on historic trend yields, which you know tend over time to be fairly accurate for this time of year, given the uncertainty surrounding weather. And uh, we base our acreage estimates on what farmers said they were going to plant back in the March prospective plantings survey. Chekanowski says the main factor determining production now until harvest will be weather. The report will be released at noon Eastern Wednesday. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. According to USDA's prospective plantings report, 67% of the nation's corn is in the ground, a 15% improvement over the five-year average. Soybeans are even further ahead than usual. 42% of that crop is planted compared to the 22% five-year average. A leader in the carbon market space says it's important the transactions for carbon sequestration in agriculture be based on outcomes, not practices. Debbie Reed is the executive director of the Ecosystem Services Market Consortium. She says generating credits offers a better look at real results. If you're paying for practices, it's far more uncertain, right, what you're getting, whether you're actually getting the the outcomes that you're looking for. So the markets are much more outcomes-based and credit-based, and a credit literally represents some um, unit of benefit that we have been able to quantify with enough certainty to say, this is what you should pay for this credit. She says the industry still has some work to do to fine-tune its measurement protocols. We really have to do a lot of due diligence in ensuring that that product exists if we're going to sell it. So uh, there's a lot of work in quantifying and verifying what those credits look like. There's more from Reed in the full interview, which you can find on our Open Mic podcast. Speaking of podcasts, a new episode of AgriPulse Deep Dive is now available. The latest installment focuses on cellulosic biofuels, why they've been slow to develop, and what lies ahead for the technology. It's had a hard time getting to the market, but folks like former Renewable Fuels Association President and CEO Bob Deneen are still believers. I do believe still that they can get there, uh, but it's going to take consistent policy and an EPA, an administration uh, that, that wants that sector of the, um, of the industry to truly succeed. I do believe that if Salos is going to succeed, it's going to succeed first at existing corn ethanol plants. 
because, you know, they know how to process uh, ethanol. And it's just a question of, you know, what the feedstock is going to be. AgriPulse Deep Dive and Open Mic can both be found on agripulse.com or your favorite podcast app. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's Drive Time is brought to you by America's crop insurance industry, which is thankful for the continued support of farmers, commodity organizations, rural businesses, lenders, and lawmakers who are fighting to maintain a strong farm safety net. Providing individualized protection on more than 330 million acres of farmland, crop insurance remains the smartest, most efficient way to secure America's food, fiber, and fuel supply. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.